0: Thanks for listening to the Full Scope Podcast, hosted by Landon Leach and Caleb Stafford. We're committed to pursuing all things Jesus, outdoors, hard work, and freedom in the fullness of who we were created to be. You'll hear from us, our friends, and people we meet along the way about the things we love, the missions we are pursuing, and our hearts for the things of God. Thanks again for listening to the show. Now let's get to this week's episode.
1: Hey, y'all. Welcome to the first episode of Full Scope. I'm your host, Caleb Stafford, along with Landon Leach. What's up, y'all? And uh, this is Monday night, first session. We'll have some nerves along the way, a little something interesting, (laughs) and definitely something new that we're trying out. But there's a deeper reason that we're trying to do this, and uh, it's been put on our hearts, and I'm going to let Landon go into some of the reasoning behind why we're starting this thing.
0: Yeah, it's, um, we're so excited to be here. And this is, like Caleb said, episode one of this journey of this podcast, Full Scope. Um, this podcast has definitely been something on my heart for about a year and a half. I felt the Lord place this on my heart about a year and a half ago. And, Caleb was with me along that journey as that just started to build in my heart over time and I kind of put it off for a while and um, a few months ago Caleb reached out to me and was like I feel like you're supposed to start this right now and he was like I'd like to do a podcast with you and so you know that really led to where we're at and you know the goal of this podcast is it's called Full Scope and the whole point behind that is is like we want to reveal like our lives. We want our lives to speak about the 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 fullness of what a, a life of God can look like, that a, a life that of a man of God can look like. It doesn't look like one thing. It doesn't look like just some some church life or it doesn't look like just some ministry consumed life. It is a full life. It is full of, it's a, it's, it's full of what's in our hearts. It's full of our hobbies. It's full of our dreams. It's full of our, of our mission and our, and our passion. It's full of the ministry we're called to. It's full of community and intimacy with the Lord. Um, you know, we, something you'll hear about on here is like you are you'll, you'll, you'll hear about like uh, our, our trip's going hunting, Caleb's been into hunting a long time. I'm into it newly over the past year, and you know it's it's something that I've grown to love this year, and he's it's his one of his passions and so it's just like it's things like that it's along with our hearts for the Lord and ministry and seeing lives changed uh with the gospel and so I mean it's just a little bit of everything and uh i I really wanted to be intentional about that so that people would come here and be like, wow, like they, they live to the fullest. Like they actually, they don't, they're not limited. We aren't limited as people of God. We are actually released to more. And, um, and that's kind of, that's the heart behind the name full scope. You know, it's a play on many things, but if, if it's a play on anything, it's a play on the full scope of what our lives can be in the freedom that God gives us as his children. So, yeah. Um, so we're just you know that's that's the goal that's the heart behind it you know and like this this episode we just wanted to kind of start it off by giving you all a insight to who we are and so anytime you check in on this podcast if you ever want to check back to the introduction you can uh if if you're new to it you can come to this episode and just kind of hear about who we are as your hosts and where we come from and what our hearts are so um you know Caleb's gonna go ahead and start, and then we're just going to talk about, like like I said, who we are and where we're from, and a little bit of background about ourselves.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in a small town outside of Chattanooga. Uh, I'm 23, Uh, graduated high school in 2018 from a small Baptist school uh, in Chattanooga, and after that, I went to the University of Tennessee moved to Knoxville for four years, got a turf grass management degree, which I ended up not using at all because yeah. I'm now into grade work, excavation, uh, heavy equipment. Yeah, That type of stuff is what I'm learning right now. Uh, and I am now living in middle Tennessee, uh, just probably pretty much smack dab in the middle of nashville and chattanooga
0: um
1: and that's pretty much where i'm at right now uh how about you Lana?
0: yeah i am uh so i'm a little older than caleb if uh if you don't know me i'm about 30 years old um grew up outside of knoxville and just just about 30 (laughs) yeah just about 30 i uh 30 and a (laughs) half actually Um, 30 was a tough pill for me to swallow, uh, especially being surrounded by a bunch of 23-year-olds. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I've lived here in East Tennessee my whole life, lived in Coryton, this little community about 30 minutes outside of Knoxville. Raised a Baptist preacher's kid, um, just kind of a kid who didn't really know who he wanted to be or anything like that. Um, got into college. Bounced from major to major, ended up spending seven years in school, racked up a bunch of student loan debt, and uh, <laughs> then went from job to job to job all throughout school. Um, you know, the Lord, I, I was set on a journey with the Lord all through that time, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, but... Yeah, so like just going through school and finally graduated from UT at age twenty five or twenty six in twenty seventeen, December twenty seventeen. Got a marketing degree, a bachelor's in marketing. Had an associates in graphic design. Didn't really know what I was going to do with either of them. Uh, kind of had a heart for ministry, really, and just didn't really care about my college degree. Was just getting a degree, just because I thought I needed one. Um, but went to university of Tennessee here in Knoxville. And after that ended up living in California for a year. And since I got back from there, I've worked a few jobs and now I, now I'm not really using my marketing degree at all. I'm managing Airbnbs through a company called Halo hospitality. Shout out to Halo. Um, I'm sure my boss will be on here eventually at some point. Uh, But yeah, that's where I'm at now and that's, that's just kind of a little bit of my origin. Um, so, but you know, a big part of that, of our backstory and where we're going to go with this next is this ministry called the porch. Um, so like I said, you know, the Lord had me on a journey all through college and all through, um, just the last 10 years really. And a lot of that had to do with a ministry called the porch. Um, and uh, this ministry is how me and Caleb actually know each other. Um, it is a men's discipleship ministry. It is it is in Coryton, Tennessee, um, and it is a It is a ministry led by a man named Richie Beeler who felt called, probably. Well, he's been called his whole life, but I'd say 2008. He was he felt led to build a house. And devoted to ministry, devoted to discipling young men. And we are fruits of that labor. We're fruits of that ministry that he has devoted his life to. Um, I've been a part of the porch since 2012. I came here, I came to the porch when I was 20 years old or 21, uh, actually 20. And, and, and. It's been probably the biggest thing in my life in my 20s. And honestly, it raised me. (laughs) It raised me out of childishness and boyhood into the man I am today. Um, There's uh, so many different people have passed through that house over the years. Um, It's a house where guys can live, but it's also a house where we house worship nights, Bible studies prayer nights guys just come over there watch football games it's literally just a place for guys to have community and live and be in peace with the lord and each other and uh, it's led by a we call rich our spiritual father a father figure in the lord um and we're very intentional about being what we are and it's not very scripted it's not very organized it's just family and it's it's got ups and downs and it's got hard parts and it's got fun parts and so It's just life together in the Lord as brothers, Um, you know, and through my years at the porch, I spent many seasons there, graduated from the University of Tennessee. And while I was at the porch, um, I ended up feeling led to go to a ministry school uh, after I graduated UT in 2017. And, you know, I'm just kind of telling this part because I like, I'm I'm really kinda letting kinda setting it up for how me and Caleb came together and how we ended up meeting. Um, like I was a part of the porch for see twenty twenty see twenty twelve to twenty eighteen, I guess, was when you started coming. Um Yeah, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So I mean nine years, eight years, I got eight years, seven or eight years. I was a part of it and it was the like I said, the most central part of my life Uh, and just we got we got the opportunity the porch you know we've had an opportunity to minister to guys with addiction guys with all kinds of issues all walks of life and um the lord really did a work in us in about 2016 and just kind of revealed to us what sonship was and what identity in the lord was and intimacy in the lord was and it really took me to a whole deeper level with the Lord, really introduced me to the Holy spirit, what that meant to walk in the spirit. And like I said before, in 2018, it led me to feeling called to go to a ministry school in Redding, California to Bethel Church's school of supernatural ministry for a year. And just really feeling like I was taking this call from God and really running after it for the first time in my life. Um, apart from the porch, it was, it was mine. It wasn't just the porches. Um, and, you know, in that time is when Caleb came. And so, like, I'll, I'll let Caleb share now just about his his path to the porch and how that got us connected and all that.
1: Yeah, so, like I said earlier, I graduated high school in 2018, spring of 2018. Moved to Knoxville from Chattanooga area, and it's, I mean, that's only an hour and a half, two hours, which is not far. But making that jump for myself, I moved with – uh. A buddy of mine from high school named Kate Hanna. And uh, we decided to be roommates. Well, most of our our friends from our friend group went to UTC. And uh, because me and Kate didn't go there, uh, two of our friends ended up living together. And they needed a third roommate. Well, turns out they ended up getting a random roommate (laughs) who ended up being... Josh Morton. Mm. Well, through going to see my friends from high school who were all still really close, um, I'd pop in and visit. Well, then me and Josh started having a relationship over that. And, uh, when I would come into town, uh, we'd talk about some stuff, get to know each other more. And as we did that, he mentioned that I should start going to this Bible study in North Knoxville. Well, then He told me more about it, and it piqued my interest, but it was 30 minutes from campus. Um, I'd have been going by myself. All the excuses you can easily come up with to not venture out and try something new. I easily threw at this. Um, But at that time in my life, um, let's see, that first semester of college, I hung out with Cade. I ended up joining a fraternity called BYX, which is a Christian fraternity, but, um, joined it, uh, started dating a girl, uh, all these things on my life on the outside that like seemed great. I was plugged into a community, um, had friends, uh, all that good stuff. Well, at the end of that semester, uh, me and that girlfriend broke up, uh, BYX just really didn't, BYX is a great thing, but it panned out to not be something for me. It wasn't anything that I was interested in and wanted to keep pursuing. Well, turns out, uh, through a mutual friend of Josh Morton, I ended up meeting a buddy of his from high school named Josh Dobbs. Uh, not the freaking astronaut engineer Josh Dobbs, uh, quarterback at Tennessee. Jo- yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that, not that one. Different Josh Dobbs. He uh, he reached out to me and was like, "Hey man, I think I'm going to go to this Bible study. You want to go?" And that was just enough to get me to actually get me out and go try it. So I loaded up with him. We went and man, like I never looked back. That met me in a place where I rem- I can remember in late January, early February, just crying on the phone hmm. to my mom in my yeah. dorm room of like, I need community. I don't know where to find it. Um, and it was really just a a cry from the bottom of my heart of, I knew I needed something more than what I had at the moment. And it wasn't within weeks. Heck, it might have even been days that I ended up going to the porch uh, on a Thursday night, which is when they have Bible study. And my life was forever changed. I I had found something that beat with the same heartbeat that I had always had for the Lord, and uh, this gave me a place to express it, surrounded me with like like minds, like hearts, um, just men living everyday life, yet trying to pursue God at the same time. It was, it's hard to explain, but uh, through that, I had, after coming just about every freaking Thursday after that, I ended up moving working at a summer camp that summer called Camp Ozark. This this summer, I chose to go to Arkansas and uh, did the whole camp counselor gig. I was full of chacos and had a mullet, I think, when Landon first met me. I totally
0: thought he was a chacos. Uh, so I was just like, oh, God, who is this guy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, full camp counselor mode. And if you know me, that is, like, so not me at all, but... <laughs> Well, turns out uh, that summer when I came back for sophomore year, Landon had come back from out west, um, and that's when Landon had moved back into the porch. Uh, and then that's when our relationship kind of, kind of started.
0: If Landon wants to take it from there and talk about how he got there, or it's it's crazy, like. Y'all, and I hope we get to talk about more of that, too. Like, Caleb's journey to the porch is just it's so unique. Every guy's journey to the porch is unique. You know, something about the porch is that, like, the Lord makes a way for every guy that's been a part of it to get there, sometimes in the most unique ways. I mean, heck, I had lived next to the porch for three years and never even knew it existed. And then next thing I know, I'm going to this Bible study that's three houses down from me. And I'm like, where's this thing been my whole life? Um, where's this? Where's like the way Rich teaches the Word and the the authenticity of just the hunger in the room for guys to to be fed, you know? And Caleb can attest to it. It's just it's unlike anywhere I've been. I mean, going to Bethel is an international ministry school, and you encounter the you, you encounter the Spirit in ways you've never seen. You hear the Word taught for the truth and it's powerful and it's amazing and you see god do some miraculous things you you're taught so many things but even with all that like i've never seen a place like the porch it's um it's truly unique and it's got a unique yeah and you know moving back from reading i was had it was an amazing year there but you're learning so much the lord's doing so much in your heart some things that you're doing is happening in your heart may not seem good on the outside. It may, you know, and a lot of, in a lot of times when God does stuff in our hearts, like it brings up dirt, it brings up junk. We may even act on it, on the junk. And, and heck some part of my story looks like complete rebellion from God. And, um, by the time I had gotten back to moving back into the porch in the fall of 2019, you know, I was like, I needed to be back at the porch. I needed that atmosphere. I needed to be underneath the authority and the covering that Rich provided there for me. And so, you know, I remember going and, and then like Rich be like, hey, do you know that Caleb Stafford guy? Or not, he didn't say that Caleb Stafford. He's like, you know, Caleb Stafford. I was like, yeah, Caleb, that comes. He's like, yeah. He's like, he wants to move in in January. And like, I had just moved in like the second week of November in 2019. And I was like, Really? I was like, this will be interesting. For one, because <laughs> I was in a crazy season and like, Caleb was, <laughs> Caleb's good. <gonna, laughs> yeah, he knows. I mean, I was just like, I was going through it. And and I was very, but also I was like, dang, like this guy, you could just feel, you can just feel the presence on Caleb's life that he means business and he's not a part of anything half-heartedly. And when we, when I heard he was moving in, I was like, dang, this made me. And like, I mean, the ministry school I just got back from was all about leadership. It was all about raising up leaders to bring revival. And, you know, I had a heart for that for Knoxville and for our town and for this area, but also was in a space and a place in myself where I was like, God, I am nowhere near in a good place to be leading anybody (laughs) right now. But like. Yeah, and then here comes
1: me who's freaking starving for this I, in my mind I'm, I'm freaking getting pumped because I'm about to take an internship I've got a short semester ahead of me so I found somebody who's a buddy of ours named Landon Roberson who was gonna lease my half of the year that way I could easily just transition into my internship well then I reached out to Rich to ask like oh Uh, they say that you can live at the porch. So I was like, there's obviously room there. I can ask them if I can live there for two months and everything be all right. So I asked Rich on short notice, it might've been just maybe around Thanksgiving or something. I was like, Hey, can I move in in January? He was like, yeah. And, uh, I mean, for me on the outside, it's like, Oh, this place that I'm going to Bible study at, I get to move in. I'm going to be discipled, hardcore. Like, I mean, the whole nine yards of, like, they're going to be asking me if I'm reading my Bible every day. Uh, the typical quiz type stuff for the Christian religious life. And uh, it was an absolute whirlwind for me. I stepped into the porch and started living with Landon. And immediately uh, we were connected on with our hearts on what we want our lives to look like. What we want others' lives to be like, uh, how our lives are affected by the Lord, and what intensity that is—it's um, just something powerful beyond words. And uh, it was just a cool, cool space in life, cool time in life, and that's kind of
0: the beginning yeah, of me mean, and Landon's journey. I can just remember, <clears throat> as soon as we moved in together, like you know I could tell obviously there was there was a hunger in Caleb and it pushed me it pushed me to start we started we just started different types of gatherings and not a lot of people like five people but it was like some anointed times like you just felt like the God, the lord just moved and he moved in me he moved out of me like i just remember being like dang i don't even know where i'm getting capacity to lead and speak and teach but like I can. And I, and you know, I learned so much about the Lord in that season. I learned so much about what God is capable of doing through us in this, in despite what we feel like we're, we're capable of doing in that time. Like he looks at us say like, Lord, I can't do this right now. Like I'm a a mess. I've got sin in my life. I've, I just don't feel confident in what I, and he's like, look, you're called and I've gifted you for this. And I've, uh, and I've prepared you for this. Like, just trust me and lean into my spirit and I'll I'll speak through you and I'll do it and you know <clears throat> we'll get and like I'm I'm sure y'all will hear more stories of those times as we continue but um and like so obviously like <laughs> the lord is such a he is the core of our lives and you know we just want to take some time to really kind of just share you know I guess where we've been with God and like recently and like, honestly, like what God's on, what honestly just share our hearts of for the Lord, like what our heart, what, what about the Lord moves us and <clears throat> why we, why we run after him and want to, you know, honestly pursue leadership in, in, and ministry um, for whatever that, you know, in, in the ways that we feel like we are called to do that. For me personally, I guess it
1: to give a little background of like how I got to this point, uh, that same that same moment when I was calling my mom freshman year crying on the phone, that was also a moment of knowing I was pulled to ministry. I'd given to the Lord my heart back in my sophomore year of high school. Uh, but I also I had walked in a relationship with him all through those times, but I also didn't know what my life was going to look like. And still being a freshman in college and that kind of stuff, I was still facing those things. But there was something that I couldn't ignore on my life, and I could feel it. Uh, It was spiritual is what it was. And uh, so... I remember crying and talking to my mom and I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be a pastor, be a what? I don't know what kind of ministry I'm supposed to be in, but I know I have to do something. Well, I went and met with like different pastors that had been in my previous life. uh, Even some like just in general at my old church, the church I was going to all these different people, even rich and, Come to find out after these years have played out, um, I knew I was not supposed to be some man on a stage, uh, that's going to be leading the masses trying to rally everybody together with a freaking microphone. I knew that wasn't me. That's never been a part of me, but I knew something about my life speaks who Jesus is. And, uh, I realized that I'm going to change li- I made the decision I'm going to change lives doing everyday things and if my life doesn't speak it then I've failed so wow. I at this point uh, I have decided that I want to learn to be a great man I want to learn to move dirt um, that type of stuff well I didn't even know that that's what I wanted to do until COVID happened. The whole world flipped on its head. I was actually working on an internship with the Boston Red Sox. And I did that for seven days. Lived in a freaking Airbnb with some, (laughs) this poor Asian kid had to be about 12 years old. His mom was renting out the Airbnb. She wasn't even around. It was just the freaking kid. That was the strangest part of my life. I moved into this new city. 12 year old kid's pretty much my landlord. (laughs) And the world, the world, that's when everything started Mm -hmm. shutting down. And I had to get on a plane, fly home. And I was like, my whole dream, my whole life, was to work for the Red Sox. Like I, that was like the pinnacle of Caleb's existence to this point. Wow! It's like this is the greatest thing. I get to work yeah. at Fenway Park every day. Well, come to find out, I did that. Caleb had reached his pinnacle. Did it for seven days. The world literally flipped on its head. Everybody's going bananas. I get on a plane, fly home, and I got to make money. I'm out of school. I've like I've got. Five months Mm -hmm. to waste before school comes back uh, because I went early on my internship. Well, then I start working for my dad, who is uh, he has a clearing and grinding business with one of his best friends in high school from high school. Uh, He also has a water utility business. Well, I start helping him out and I had been around that my whole life. I didn't have I had never written it off, but I Mm -hmm. had never even explored that option for myself. Well, I did it then, and I honestly fell in love with it. Uh, And I say all that information to say that actually, that's the point that changed my life. So thank God for the pandemic, because I would have been stuck in some city like Boston, uh, which is a great city, but I would have lived a miserable life for myself. I would never be who I was meant to be. Well, uh because of that, I got to go work out west. After that, um, spend some time on by myself and with the Lord, and grow into who I was always meant to be. It was just a completely different avenue than what I saw. Um. Well, after I coming going traveling on internships, coming back to school in Knoxville, uh, the Lord definitely put it on my heart that the porch and Knoxville is where I want to build my life. And that's where I want my legacy to be. Um, And that is because, all because of the pandemic. That absolutely changed everything for me. So I want to, I have moved to Middle Tennessee uh, to learn from one of my dad's good friends. Um, My dad swears it's one of the smartest men he's ever known. I was like, there's no better person to go learn from. So I'm pretty much just being a student under a guy who knows his stuff in the construction world. And all of this is with intentions to start my own business when I move back to Knoxville. That way I can live out of freedom and do the things that my heart fully desires to do with the porch, uh, with hunting, with the friendships that I've made. All those things are Mm. embodied in Knoxville. But I needed some ground to stand on to pursue the career that I wanted. I didn't want to just be a number in some company at the time and climb the ladder and all that stuff. This was the best avenue for me. And now I'm in Middle Tennessee where I have a couple friends from school who live in this area. But also, I mean, I passed one car on the way to work, one car on the way back. Uh, and they give me a good wave on the way there. So I mean, I'm mean, i in a very tight-knit community, which is I'm learning to grow with the Lord by myself at this point. And I don't think that's by accident. I think that is truly a design purpose over my life. Um, it is definitely solidifying me um, and helping me become who I truly want to be with God. I'm, I'm understanding the things of God for myself, not because of what church I go to, what ministry I'm a part of, who my friends think God is, all of those things. Uh, I'm experiencing it through Caleb Stafford and the way
0: that God wants to talk to Caleb Stafford. So that's good stuff. I mean, everything he said there at the end, like it's just, that's, you know, it's my heartbeat uh, to, to get to know the character of God. That's, you know, my journey with the Lord has just been me hungering after Him. And not even know, not, I didn't always say it like that. I didn't always say I hunger after God. I just knew that I was raised in church and... I had a conviction to be good and to be godly for whatever I knew, but I, I didn't have any iota of what that actually meant for me. And, you know, obviously when I went to the porch, it just shifted everything and it exposed me to the word in a way that I never knew the word could be. It was alive. It was fresh. It was real. Um, over 10 years, I have went through, many, many seasons with the Lord. And I just remember, I've told this before, but like I, I just remember the first season of me really learning the Bible for myself. I would just, and like I was raised in the church for 20 years and I would read the word at 20 years old and just weep over the scripture because I had like, I was actually getting it for the first time. Like I was seeing it for what it was saying and it was real. And I was like, God, I had no idea you were like this. Like I would read certain, I just remember reading certain passages in First and Second Corinthians, and just like reading, I was like, "I'll read, I don't know how many verses today," and I couldn't get past one because I would just read these realities of who God is, and it just it it, it just gripped me, and I was so grateful, and so, you know, um, and I think it's so weird. It's like for me, there were so many years over from age twenty to. 20 to 30 now where I was just doing what I what I was like, I, I was just doing what I needed to do to get close to God. And I wasn't doing anything because I thought one day that what the decisions I were making personally for myself would impact other lives. Like it was just me, you know, it was just me in a room because I was like, I, I was always pushing myself and hung and wanting more. And like, I could feel God, and I knew there was more that I was not getting. And for years, there were several years. I remember I, like 20, the end of 2014 to 2016, they were, I, I was still pursuing the Lord, still a part of the porch, having my time with the Lord. But that season was really dark. It was like I knew I had kind of been walking with God for a few years in a real way, but had a lot of deep struggles in my life still. And just like, It just felt dry. But yeah, I knew I I was about God. I knew like who Landon Leach was, was a man of God. I didn't know the extent of it, but I just knew in my core, in my heart of hearts. And, you know, like I said earlier in 2016, the Lord moved in a new, in a fresh way with us through one of our buddies um, that we had just met at the time. And just, you know, in that season, I learned intimacy with the Lord. And the years that I had already built with God, the Lord just built up on even more so. And it's ever it's been like that ever since. And, you know, for me, like I am, I'm the, so like I'm the ministry leader of the porch. And, and all that means for me is that like, I want to set the tone in that ministry in our ministry, in that place that like God is the realest thing that you could ever think of. He's the, he's the realest person you'll ever meet. And he's closer than he's in anything that anyone you've ever met. And it's worth you do taking the journey that Caleb just talked about. Like it's worth you going away with him and getting to know him and like I was doing that for years and not even knowing I was doing that. I I was just doing what I felt like my heart wanted and it was him. And now, you know, I feel like the Lord has used those seasons for me to be able to speak into other people. Um, And, but not only that, but like, Lord, I'm learning a whole new, the last year has just been me learning a whole new, side of myself like i know who god is but god's like awakening dreams in me again and teaching me about what manhood is and what true masculinity in the kingdom as a man of god looks like and but also the years i've spent with the lord where he's built a deep place of intimacy and worship and having some you know encountering him in ways that have really marked my life and changed me. Um, and I hope, you know, to tell about some of those experiences on here. Um, but like, yeah, God's just, he's moving. He's always moving. He's always doing things in our lives. We could never figure out if we tried. He's always building and um, blowing our minds. And, you know, so I, I just want to share real quick, you know, like our hearts are, are obviously to raise up men of God we're here to we our hearts are to raise up disciples um guys that know who they are in the lord they've been they've they've went away with the father they've went away and learned intimacy with him they've connected with him they've they but they also know what it means to build a life and in and in honor and to to take what they've been given and double it the parable of the talents, you know, and not expect it to happen to them, but because of who they are, because of who God is, because of what the Lord's done in their lives, they know that it's, it's theirs to take, it's theirs to carry, it's theirs to build, not apart from him and their own strength, but with him and through him. Um, And, and like, but also we, we have, I have a heart. We both have a heart. For, for the whole church, men and women, families, um, fathers and mothers, you know, for everyone to, like, just receive what God's saying, what God's doing, and to um, be awakened to more. Um, and, like, that's, that's our heart for the move of God, the ministry of the Lord, the ministry of the kingdom on the earth. Um and you know it's uh we really do feel like we have been, our lives are marked for that. Yeah, I mean I think the best way to summarize
1: it in like a very short way is like we just want to bestow identity on a generation, men, women, children, whatever, we want to bestow identity over people in a godly way. Um, There's too much laid-backness right now. There's too much weakness.
0: Too much... uh, Mm. There's too much yielding in general. There's yielding to the Lord, but there's also yielding to culture.
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Culture, Culture is making Christians feel yeah. like doormats at the moment. It's like anything we say is held under a microscope and used against us. That That is so not the truth, and that is not a posture in which yeah. we desire to live. And I'd say that's what we mainly want to bestow is show identity in who you really are in the Lord and let him reveal it to you. You don't have to fit some certain mold, uh, you don't have to go to a certain church, fit in the certain group, wear the certain clothes, the skinny jeans and the uh, all black and all whatever, whatever's trendy. Like you don't have to do that to fit into the kingdom of God. Go to every single worship service that's going on right now. All that type of stuff. If you can't get in, get in your closet on your face and see the face of God, then you're missing the whole point. So that is that is our heart mainly is to truly reveal who God is in an everyday life and truly experience what the Lord has written out for us in the times. I mean, before we got on here, we're talking about the end times a little bit and there's no greater time of need than right now for who we have to be as men some of the things that are on our hearts for this podcast or just in general for the world. Like there's, there's stuff that action has to take place at this point. There's enough jibber jabber and, uh, so many negative things that we could focus on, but we have to fix our eyes on the Lord and what the word says. And, all that good stuff. So, uh.
0: yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're very eager to unpack our hearts on everything in the days ahead with this podcast and with these episodes that we're, we're getting, we're, so we're blessed to be able to do. And, um, yeah, we're just, we're really grateful that you have tuned in and listened to this first episode of the Full Scope podcast. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up um thank you all for listening and hearing our hearts and just learning about who we are and you know our our hope is that you'll you'll keep you'll you know you'll keep checking us out and listening to our episodes and that your your lives are changed your lives are inspired they're awakened they're motivated they're challenged all the above so thank you again and you will um we'll have more episodes coming out so just keep an eye open for that and um yeah we're excited that you're gonna go on this journey with us and so thank you so much for listening and we'll uh, see y'all next time